Hey, hey, welcome to the bonus barrel. With me today is Amiibo King Seiji. I hate the humble bundle. <laughs> the ever loving, kind hearted Lef-Jeff. There we go. And of course, I'm Rob. You guys are in for a treat because this is an action packed, pulse pounding episode of Bonus Barrel. We're going to cram so much news down your throat. Then we have a cover analysis, our new segment for Seiji, game tally. So, as always, we start with the news. And. I guess I'll go first because I have so many of them. I used to love Humble Bundle. Oh, you want to want to? You're really feeling this Humble Bundle thing? No, I just got an email from the Humble Bundle, and you, I I got one like daily. <laughs> Remember, guys, when when the Humble Bundle used to be cool, like it was yeah. like every two or three months, and it was like, Woo, and you got like a bundle. pack of like quality games. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, are you saying it's too mainstream now? Like you no, want I'm like just, the hippie? Hip I, I think that is what he's saying. No. <laughs> no, it's not mainstream, it's just, it, it's too frequent. Too frequent. They're, it's not special anymore. Do you anyway. think too many people have heard about it? And that they're now they're getting your games and they're know. humble bundling, it's not cool anymore? I don't know, if you, like, if we go out on the streets and we ask people, random people about the humble bundle... They, they're all going to know. They're not gonna I think know. your glass, your your frames of your glasses are getting a little thicker right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're, I'm having, I'm having your pants are getting it. a bit tighter around the legs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a problem saying it. Hum, humble bundle. Humble bundle. I'm having a hard time saying it. <laughs> humble bundle. That, well, that's it. All right. Well, uh, humble bundle, potential hate aside, let's do some news. First things up, have you guys seen the trailer for Trying 3? No. Let's watch Let's it. Check it Let's out. pause this up and take a look. Heroes, I won't be around for much longer. Right, so we just watched the trailer. What uh, platform? Trying three. Let me see here. Give me a second. Just what platform? <laughs> okay, so Frostbite didn't announce platforms, but previous Trying games released on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC, and actually the Wii U as well had Trying Two. It was one of their first big like indie games coming. Like we're getting an enhanced Trying Two. I remember them talking about that during yeah. the E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys played any of the Trying series? I've seen them advertised, but I've, I've never played them. I actually got got them from. A humble bundle. Oh, it all comes together. Look at the foreshadowing we set up yeah. there. I have, I have played both. No, I like the idea, but mm-hmm. you know what? What the problem I have with with trying was that the graphics. They're too beautiful for yeah, you. Yeah, I, I don't know. Really, I don't know what the problem with those are. They don't read really, really, really well with the style of gameplay. I think. I think. I don't know if I can agree. Like one of the things that I liked about trying was how captivating the environments and the characters were, and mm-hmm. how much I wanted to explore them. And it's, and they're now the first two trying games are primarily or not entirely two two D, as in they're three D games, but you only move in a two D space, right? That is correct. This this third one, based on the trailer, it looks like they're introducing some three D segments or some at least some limited three mm-hmm. D mo- uh, motion or three D. Um, Areas that you can explore, yeah. which I think is really cool. Uh, yeah. it, it's a good change to something that was primarily 2D. I mean, assuming it's done well. Now, what I remember about this game is that it's basically sort of a puzzle platform. Yeah, there's very little action. Right. That's what it looks like. Yeah. So, in those kinds of games, to me, mm-hmm. it's really important that everything reads really, really well. You okay. know, that the, the, the things that you can play with and the things that are in the background, it, there's a clear definition of, of what it's what. And I had, I had problems... Um, I got confused, you know, the, the background was, was too much noise for the actual playable elements. I, I can't agree more with that. You know, I, I wasn't thinking mm. that when I saw it, but when you're playing a puzzle game, you need to differentiate what can you interact with and what is pure background, because it's very going to be very important to the puzzle game. So I see what Sage is getting at. You know, the, the graphics are good. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Maybe they're too good. I appreciate the stance uh, that you have, Sage, and yours based on... You've never played it. No, so I've never played it. No. I never had that issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the platforming was very in your face, and a lot of it actually came from the wizard's crates and or, or using... Um, the woman's, I can't remember the name of them, the, the, the rogues' arrows. I, I never found it too much, to be honest. I, I mean, I, I, okay, so uh, I guess I'm the only artist left in the BB, the current BB crew, and I, I guess maybe, I'm not saying, oh, I'm an artist, so I appreciate it more. I just, I was captivated by it. And a strong art style and, and uh, an inviting environment just keeps my attention. Mm-hmm. So I never found it too Bad. I liked it. I thought it was good. No, it looks great. It looks great. I guess there's game. no argument about it looking good. But yeah. I, you, you, you do make a good point. For a puzzle game, you want things to be clear, which is often why you'll see 
bright colors used for mm-hmm. objects there is what to draw your attention in, in certain games. Like Mirror's Edge was really interesting for that. Have you ever played Mirror's yes, Edge? That is a perfect example. Yeah, that that you knew you kinda knew it led you without being too in your face, but mm-hmm. because by the differentiating colors, it's a really good game actually. Yeah. You played? I've played it. Um yeah. not not a whole lot. I never beat it, yeah. but I did like the game. It was good. Yeah. So that's uh, trying trying three. Check out the trailer, of course I'll link I'll link to it. Um I guess I still have a way whole bunch of news, so I'll throw up another one. I think last on episode eleven, yeah, well, last one I think we talked about Sonic's <laughs> is dropping, not Sonic Sega. <laughs> Sega is kind of like, yo, we're done with consoles. But I found this, this article at Gamespot, and it just says Sonic Dev isn't done with consoles despite Sega's shift. Takeshi <laughs> Yazuka. Boss makes uh, assurances amid Sega's business transition. Sega's long-standing mascot, Sonic, still has a place on consoles, one key developer of the franchise has said, following previous statements from publisher which suggests it will be redirecting its focus to PC and mobile. So it's not a guarantee, but but this guy goes on to say, please rest assured, I personally have no plan to stop making Sonic games for home consoles. But this is just Sonic. This is not... Yeah, well, it is so we're talking we'll, about We'll still Sonic. see Sonic on console games... But we won't see many or any Sega console games. It's, I don't, so it's 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 nice to hear. I don't want it to go away. Yeah, I know, I know, but I don't want it to leave. I don't want people just keep leaving. Okay, what what <laughs> what would you rather? Like have the same quality console games? Mm-hmm. I mean, Sonic games, or not having console games at all, mm-hmm. but increased quality no, for why a Sonic the, game on a PC? Why example. do you think the quality would be better on PC? No, no, no. I'm just saying. Oh, what would, what would I have to choose? Okay, well, I don't hate all the Sonic games. Sonic Generation, Sonic Color. If we kept making games like those games, then I would be very happy to see them continuing on consoles. Okay, now, this is what I know about those games. Okay. Those games are not as bad. They're they're good. But it's still not Sonic from okay. Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, 3. Sonic Generations is as close as you can get in the modern day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a modern Because, I mean, they made Sonic 4, which was closer to those old ones, and I don't think it was as good as, as Sonic Generations, personally. Mm-hmm. Sonic Generations just kind of gives fans the old and the new, both kind of what they want. Like, have you played it? Nope. It's really fun. I, rec- I recommend it. You know what would be cool? What's that? Let Nintendo make a Sonic game. How about Nintendo just buy Sega? And Capcom. That's a, that's a tall order. Both but, of those, uh, please. Let's, Sega let's just Capcom. do it. Nintendo, if you're listening. Well, Reggie's always listening to our always, show. He, right? he keeps so. emailing me. He's like, guys, give me more shout-outs. Talk about Amiibos more. Every time we talk about, every time we say Amiibo, we get 10 bucks. There we go. That's there not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Seiji, give us a piece of your news. Share with us. Do you guys know this game called Rock Band? Rock is that like the is that like mega mega band over here? Like do they it's port a, it over? Are mega? you making rubber bands out of rocks? Well, well rock rock man is mega man. Yes, so you must yeah, be in like so. mega band, right? Yeah. So I've never like heard of it. Mega band. <laughs> yeah, it must be. It must be related. <laughs> but it's not from Capcom. It's oh, from no. uh, Harmonix. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Oh wait, that's that like a, that's the game where you, you have these like plastic peripherals and you're kind of playing with them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I've heard of that. Some years ago, those kinds of games were really, really popular. Many years ago. Well, not Jeff bad. was Jeff was six back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like? Two, two it was 2010 was the last one I think that they released officially. So when, when when oh when they're at really the height. Popular, yeah. yeah. 2009, 2008 to 2010, they were like really, really like you couldn't go anywhere without like a person's house that then like oh, let's get a rock band or yeah, Guitar yeah. Hero. Uh-huh. So they announced. And I think this was today, mm-hmm. uh, officially, because there were really strong rumors about Rock Band 4. Ooh. Well, that's coming to Xbone and PS4. Oh, of course. I mean, why would it go on the Wii U? Well, what, what, why didn't it go on the Wii U? Why would it go on the Wii U? It's not, it's not a gaming console. Somebody asked them, and the developers, <laughs> they said that the audience wasn't there. Oh, I didn't know I didn't have a Wii U. No. I mean, I guess I'm not really honest. No, I don't want to play. I don't want to play. <laughs> You're yeah, not the person they're aiming this game at. <laughs> I understand a lot of games not coming to the Wii U because uh, the Nintendo Nintendo console owner most probably will not buy it, or or it's probably their second console and they rather have it on Xbox or PS4. But but Rock and Far, I think it's the kind of game. Mm-hmm. That uh, that the Nintendo console owner would like to play. Yeah, Nintendo console owner is going to be more open to having a whole bunch of extra shit to pile around their entertainment that stance. Seems to be the theme they go with, you know, Nintendo. You brought up before the show uh, when we were just quickly going over the news that like first person shooters. Yep. And it's a good example because I remember when the Wii U came out around that time, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Two, I think it was, came out as well. And the Wii U had like five thousand people playing it. And then if you look at PS3 and Xbox 360, there was like. 
I don't know. I don't know the number, but a, a multitude more. Mm-hmm. So you're right, because nobody buys a Nintendo system, like, not many, to just play Call of Duty, because they're not going to have anybody to play with. So, but but Rock Band, I just feel like that works in any system. Mm-hmm. And you're right, I think Wii U, Wii U owners are probably more likely to have a bunch of extra crap laying around. It, it seems like a good fit. Like, I don't know why they would ignore the Wii yeah. U as a very, very viable console to, to have it. Did did any... I've always played it on Xbox 360... Did the Wii have any yes. Guitar Hero yeah. or Rock Band? Had games? all of it. Yeah, I had no idea. Here's what I don't understand: the Wii U currently has about as many units sold as the Xbox oh, Xbox. Yeah, I mean Xbox might have a little more, but it last I, at the beginning of January it was around the same. I think eleven million, nine million. Okay, so yeah, because the Wii U last I heard was like nine point four million, yeah. and so the Xbox might be like eleven now. I don't know. I didn't do any research, but it's at least a little better, but not crazy better. So the install base is still relatively the same. However, of course, we have to realize that the Wii U came out a year earlier. So, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I feel like you'd want to maximize it. I I mean, I know porting isn't as simple as clicking a button and it goes on a different type of disc, but I feel like if you're already going to build everything, I mean, there's still a market you could sell to. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't. Uh, I was say I don't make games. And that's not. That's not true. But I don't market games and decide where they're going to go. So I don't know. But in particularly, he kind of called out that the market's not there. Like that's the problem. Well, okay. So these companies tend to do a, a shit ton of research. I mean, all, most game companies do. So maybe it's not. But it just seems weird as, as just a regular like take away like game developer away f- for a moment. Like as a, just a consumer, like, I don't. I would play it on either one. I like this. Like I don't go for Rock Band for its sick graphics. I, I go just the to play it, so I wouldn't care which system I got on. Heck, I might even just buy it on the Wii U for fun. I don't care. I mean, I have both, it's not but coming to the Wii U. I know. But I'm saying, if it, if it did come to the Wii U, I might just buy it. I'm not going to buy it anyways. Well, I don't know. I kind of miss Rock Band, but I don't really care about the music that much. Too so. many, too much peripherals with Rock Band. To be honest, it's it's too much. Especially to hook everything up every time you play. Blows your brain. It's too much. You need to get it though. Opening night for your your PS4. <laughs> I don't have a PS4. Get it for the PC. I think I'm the only person that I know that I'm. My, my primary console is a Wii U. Well, I think uh, Jeff doesn't have one. I don't have one, but I would almost say my Super. Like, I play my Super <laughs> Nintendo all the time. I don't have a current primary console. I, I mean, I play my Wii U. But you have all of them, right? I do. I don't have the Xbox, but I have okay. pretty much everything else. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of jump around. 3DS maybe gets the most play, inconsistently, mm-hmm. but even then, that's not always true. Anyways, we don't want to get on tinge about what we played too much. Do you have anything else to say about Rock Band? No. Nope. You're going to camp out overnight for that line, though, right? If it comes for... If it comes for but we so we don't want to. Never mind. I was going to bring up something, but I'll skip it for now. Pokemon Shuffle reaches one million downloads. Wait, did you have that? Oh, you looked upset. No, no. no. I was <laughs> pumping my. Oh, okay. Pokemon Shuffle. What's that? Po- Pokemon. Poke po- Monsters. What, what's that? It's a Japanese, um, like kind of like an indie series where you collect mm-hmm. monsters and train them. Very indie. Very. So for some reason, they decided to bring. Pokemon Shuffle over here, which is, as we've talked about in a previous episode, a download, a freemium Pokemon puzzle game, basically. It's like Pokemon Troze with freemium elements in it. That sound, yeah, that sounds good. I downloaded it, but I have not played it yet. I stopped after the first few days. My love of Pokemon could not carry me into playing this game. It was too repetitive. It wasn't bad, though. But anyways, yeah, so uh, one million downloads, so it's, it's not doing too bad. I, I don't know how much money that's making. Yeah, but, that's the thing, right? It's free games. But you know, you know how the f- freemium models work, and I'm sure it's making some, some decent money. But uh, so you guys haven't played. You know, you haven't played it, have you? A little bit. Have you? It's very similar to Pokemon Battle Troze. Right. And I like that game. I, I would like to get it. I haven't. I'd probably rather just buy Troze and play it. But well, you're not limited with a freemium game, right? So if you like the game, you may as well get Pokemon Battle Troze. Battle Troze. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. Shouldn't you know? You would, you yeah, would you're you're our expert. I don't know what that word. What's a, what's Troze? a Troze? We don't know. It sounds like a type of bird. I don't know. Yeah, I think a plant. Uh, never know. Okay, so uh, Jeff, why don't you give us some news? Uh, so what, what I have here is uh, everyone knows Hyrule Warriors. I've heard of it. It's uh, it's the new Zelda game. I'm pretty sure all Zelda games are going to be based off Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, it's a new uh, franchise. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a whole new thing. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of sad. Um, I like the game a lot. I've always been. It's a fun. Dynasty. I actually liked it. Though. I've I've always played a lot of Dynasty Warriors. Um, quick story about Dynasty Warriors. This was the first game I played so much <laughs> that my eyes were just bloodshot red and I had to lay down in a dark room for about an hour with my eyes closed. Wait, what? For Hyrule Warriors? No, 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 for Dynasty Warriors. For the original? Okay. Yeah. 
Because the game's so flashy, it, <laughs> it, my eyes just couldn't take it after playing it. You all played day. a game and it drove you to rest. For yes, an hour. yeah, that's huh. Dynasty Warriors. Wow. I love, I love Dynasty Warriors. Um, so I really like Hyrule Warriors. Um, I've got the Majora's Mask DLC. Oh, cool! I didn't get. The yeah, DLC you yet. get like Young Link. It's pretty fun. Um, he gets the Fierce Deities Mask, right? Yeah, that's badass. And you also get. Is it you get a Skull Kid costume for mm-hmm. Lana? I think her name is. She's the main female. Yeah, yeah. the new is character. It, is it I don't think it's Lana. Oh, maybe whatever. Lana. I have her picture right here. Oh, but, okay. Um, so, anyways, the fourth DLC and final DLC pack. Oh. No more. This is the end. This is the end of it. Um, they've released a lot of DLC in the short time of this game. Was I like that. Yeah. So yeah. do I. But anyways, the final DLC DLC is the boss pack. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So it's big old Ganon, right? Yeah, you're getting Ganon. Although I already have Ganon. I don't know. It says that you're getting Ganon. I think I you have Ganondorf, but you oh, get Ganon. Ganon. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I see. Um, so that's kind of cool. But what everyone's really excited for? I know you get to play a giant Kuko. How, is, how, how awesome, awesome is that? Is that? Do you have. A, I wonder if your tax will have flocks of Kuko. That's exactly what it says. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. Okay, that's. I might buy it just to play that. Uh, it can not only use its beak to attack; it can also summon smaller Kukos <laughs> to attack. That's awesome. Awesome. Yes, so it's going to be good. It's not too expensive, two ninety nine. What are you going to? Oh, really? That's yeah, it? Oh, shit. Twenty twenty bucks. You can get all four, like huh. the master pack. They're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So. When are you getting the Sage? When are you? When are you? Or sorry, when are you going to play? You own it, don't you? No, I thought you owned it. I don't. You haven't bought a Wii U game in a while. It feels I, like. I think no, something about to be the, said about the, the Kirby and the physical. Oh, fist. Yeah, you, so, you're trying to build your Wii U yeah, collection. Yeah, this is. He told me this the other day. He's trying to get every yeah. Wii U. Okay, game. I, so why buy the? No, no, no. This week I got Madden 13. <laughs> yeah, I, was, <laughs> I don't think it was 13. Oh, I think gross. It was 15. I mean, no, that's no, good. 13. 13. Because EA stopped uh, releasing games for the Wii U oh, back in geez. 2013. I had no idea. Or 14. Why not buy Kirby physical? Yeah, if you're trying to collect, like, why get? I, it I haven't been to the stores. And but you, had, you had to play Kirby that quick. But are you going to buy it? It was a storm copy? day. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you only played it like that one time you told no, me about. I to played it like okay. three times. Now. Are, are you going to buy a physical copy of it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You kind of have to if you're yeah, going to complete yeah. your quest. Otherwise, you'll be considered a failure amongst the BB crew. Yeah. That's not good. No, not at all. <laughs> no one wants that. So, yeah, um, uh, plays a giant Kuko coming soon. That's cool. Hyrule Warriors. Who wouldn't want to be a Kuko? Yeah. Mortal Kombat 10. Or X. I think Richard told me it was 10. Mortal Kombat Is it a game about morals? Or X. And ethics? No, it's not Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat X. I would love to play a game called Mortal Kombat, first of all. <laughs> Way back in episode 4, I think it was. It was just me and Marshall. And we spoke about... Rep- oh, it was episode 3. Who's Marshall? Marshall, Marshall. is the... Uh, a regular uh, regular guest. The ghost of BB Crew. <laughs> so, way back, we, we spoke about Reptile being announced. I brought that as a topic because I like Reptile from nostalgic reasons when I played Mortal Kombat way back. He was always my favorite, too. Yeah, he's cool. He was, he was green. That was one of the reasons I gave. I don't know why that was a, it was a winning point, but he was green. <laughs> so, he... So, that ha- so has nothing to Reptile. That was just a, a, a segue, I guess. But Mortal Kombat 4 is coming up for the PS4 and I think the X-Bone. Probably NPC. Is there going to be a blood, bloodless version for the Wii U? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think the Wii U is getting one. Although that would have been awesome. That if would they be just funny. poured it with yeah. no blood. I, that'd be great. I bet you Richard would buy both. Anyways, the reason why I bring this back up: why, why are we, why are you Rob? Why are you talking about Mortal Kombat again? You love it that much? No, and I'm probably not going to buy it. But I'm bringing it up because there, there's going to be a mobile version as well. This is from IGN, and on mobile devices, Mortal Kombat 10X, I think it's X, God, it's drive me nuts, will be free to play, and will feature a hybrid of fighting, card collecting, multiplayer team combat, and more. Ed Boon, creative director of NetherRealm, says, We've expanded the unique cross-connectivity feature that links the mobile and console versions of Mortal Kombat, delivering unique rewards to all players for simply playing the mobile game. So it, it reminds me a lot of, what was it, Injustice? Like the DC God's Among game? Us. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a mobile game for that, and it was like free to play. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't play it. Yeah, and it was like, you know, obviously you, you do a fight, and you got to pay money to continue fighting or wait an hour, whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had the big console version of that game, which was pretty fun. Um, so it, it's Yeah, so it seems like they're kind of taking that same model. So I, honestly, I don't know how I feel about it because I played the free one and it was fun, but I just hate how it's just like, oh, you, I have to pay to literally do the next fight. Like We need to not complain about microtransactions this episode because I think we complained about them right. like last episode. I'll stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just thinking I can start. I was just, just about ready to like launch in and join you in, in my crusade 
of, of hatred. The, but we made on the Space Area episode that has not come out yet. By the time this, this episode airs, it still won't be out. We spoke about, we made a comparison between arcade games and freemium games. And I, I think I'm comfortable with that comparison. So I don't hate them as much as I thought I did. I still don't like playing them, though. But that being said, I kind of like the idea of a companion app that you can kind of have in the that's, side. That's always fun. That's like, always fun. Like when I was a kid, let's, I'm so I'm 30. I'm almost almost 31. And uh, when I was a kid, when I when I went to school and I couldn't go home and play the game that I was into at the time, having my phone and just being able to get a taste of that game while I was, was out, was, if I had if I was nine and had a phone for some reason, I would be like loving just to be able to you know like at least quote unquote play. Mortal Kombat while I was while I was waiting to get home again. So you know, I kind of like that aspect of it. What do you What do you think, Sage? I like mobile games. You do. But, You're the biggest fan in the room. But I think that you have to build a game for mobile because it's a it's a very different kind of platform. So yeah. when they try to port this kind of AAA games into um, into the mobile platform, yeah. they seem incomplete. Yeah, you it's get like kind clunky. of a dumbed mm. down version of mm-hmm. the game. Well, that's where. So that's the news for for Mortal Kombat. It's coming out mobile. Maybe I don't think any of us are gonna check it out. But if someone else does, I might just okay. get it and just play so, five minutes. In like five months, maybe we'll do a follow up <laughs> on, on Mortal Kombat. Sagey, what else you got for news? I still got more, but I want to get to spread it around. So remember last year's E3, they oh, yes. announced a bunch of of, of games. Well, I'm, I'm talking about Nintendo, of course. Um, <laughs> they announced a little title in between like the big games called uh, Mario and Donkey Kong Tipping Stars. Well, I think that back then it, that wasn't the the name they announced, but mm. well, anyway, right. It got really released today, digital mm. only. Today being Thursday, B- being Thursday, March fifth. Right. It's, just, it's a weird date and a weird, a weird day, day of the week. Yeah. And also, <clears throat> one of the interesting things about this game is that it got released for both the 3DS and the Wii U. Yeah, right. and if you buy one, you get the other, right? Yeah, they give you a that's couple cool. of them. That. that is That's good. finally... Cr- that's what PlayStation has been doing for a while now. Mm-hmm. That is really good. Yeah. It it, it was developed by uh, Nintendo Software Technology, which, which is their developer in-house um, in in Nintendo of America headquarters. Oh, okay. So it, it's huh. not developed in Japan, right? Oh. So that's interesting. And all, all of the other games... And, this came out in my in my research mm-hmm. uh, of the Mario and Donkey Kong series. Well, were developed there. I've, have you played any of them before? Yes, I've I played have. a couple of them. I have one of my 3ds actually. Yeah, the, I, I don't find them uh, bad. I just don't, I don't quite like, like the, yeah. the the mechanics in the genre. I agree. There's a very similar game, uh, but I, I don't remember the the, the name. But uh, it was a Super Nintendo game mm-hmm. uh, that you used uh, the Super Nintendo mouse. You remember that? Oh man, I do. You got it with Mario Paint. Yeah, yeah, you got it with Mario. Paint. And Mario yeah. has like a bucket, and he's like walking, but he doesn't, he cannot see where he's going. So I you never have played to, this one. You have to click on on the bucket, so <laughs> it will do like a sound, and you're just you're this little fairy. Huh. And it will change directions. It's a very similar game. Wow. Anyway, he's getting bad bad reviews for a Nintendo game. What's that? Well, so what does that translate to? Like, what kind of average score are you seeing? Sixty seven. Oh, that is pretty bad for a Nintendo game. Yeah. Usually mm-hmm. they cover between at least at an eight, but you know whatever. But that this happened. is Nintendo of America. Yeah, I think, you know, right? Americans can't develop anything. So Canadians what you're saying too, is that is like there's nothing special about it. Well, it doesn't hurt me. I thought it looked cute. Oh, and also I watched the trailer and it had um, music from Mario Two. So that's oh, a, yeah, that's a you win for me. That. That that's me, cool. That's it makes cool. me happy. I love Mario Two, Mario USA, Doki Doki <laughs> Vanek, whatever. Great game, of course. So. So, Jeff, how much news do you have left? I got, I got a couple more. Okay, I'll here, go, I'll so. go here. Clay Fighter remastered 2016. I'll play it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else do you have to say about this? Is it a Wii U exclusive? Uh, I'll look for you, Sage. I'm willing to get it's PC. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> According to the press release, it will include characters such as Bad Mr. Frosty, Blue Suede Goo, Earthworm Jim, Hoppy, Boogerman, Tiny, and more, with over 20 characters total. And there will be 20, uh, 20 familiar environments to fight in. And additionally, new mechanics such as double jumping, air dashing, counters, and reversals are also to be introduced. Wow. Counters mm. in a Clay Fighter game. So, have you guys played much Clay Fighter? Yes. I played some tonight. I, I played SNES 1, played a few fights. I thought I one would play one. Okay. And I thought I would play it before, because I, I knew I was going to talk about this, and I just thought, you know, I'll throw it on and play. I didn't like it. <laughs> I kind of hated it, actually. It's... Mm-hmm. It's like the poor man Street Fighter. I'm just putting it very <laughs> <early>. <laughs> Now, I will say, the claymation <laughs> stuff looks cool. 
the, the clay model. I, when I was a kid and I just saw it, it looked just awesome to me. Yeah. I, I couldn't not own the game. I was so enthralled in it. And then when I started playing it, I still liked it. Mm-hmm. Now, I have Clay Fighter 2 for my Super Nintendo. I think I played it once in the last four years. Wow. And it, it was bad. That's more than it probably got in the last 10 years <laughs> in total. It was, it's difficult. The controls are very clunky. I looked up all the moves trying to execute <laughs> the, like the... Can you do them? No, no. Sure. I could do the easy one was like hold back for two seconds and forward Y kind of thing, but... Most of them were very, very hard to execute. This just reminded me of of something that's only kind of related. Do you guys remember the game Primal Rage? This is another I funny game. About that. Oh, yeah. okay. So maybe maybe what I'm about to say will lead into what you're about to say. So I'm not sure if they did the exact same thing for Clay Fighters, but Primal Rage had some really interesting uh, development history where they actually had professional, I think, Hollywood sculptors come in and make the uh, characters before they would take images and, and digitize them or what have you. And then they, they they spent like close to a million or, or maybe even more on each friggin' model. That's crazy. I know. And just like I watched, I read an article about it like maybe a year ago. And I just remember it stuck with me because it was so cool how much work they put into making these these dinosaur models. So I wonder if Clay Fighter did something similar because, you know, it looks like digitized clay versions of, you know, look pretty good. And it would be a lot more cost effective to make clay <laughs> models than, you know. Well, the ones they made for the Primal Rage looks insane. Yeah. Reminded yeah, me of scenes definitely. from like behind the scenes Jurassic Park stuff. <laughs> what were you going to say about Primal Rage? It's not about. Primal Rage, but it was part of my rant. Now, I'm going to say something. Okay. I don't, this is my experience, and I would like to know your opinion about, about this. But back in the day, mm-hmm. and this was before the ESRB and all that, right? Okay. Video games was one of those mediums that uh, your parents wouldn't know much about it. They called it Nintendo, no matter what you were playing. Yeah, and they would see see video games as toys, right? Yeah, absolutely. So they they, they would leave you for the for the most part alone with your video games. They, they didn't even want to look at it. At least my parents yeah. didn't care at all. Whether like TV and and movies, they wouldn't. Your parents wouldn't let you see certain things. Yeah, right. But through video games, I think a lot of kids got exposed to more edgy stuff. Mortal Kombat was one of those examples. Um, and and one would play. These types of games, Clay Fighters, Primal Rage, because they were funny in a nasty kind of way. <laughs> and I, uh, Clay Fighters, I think, was one of those examples where it was kind of like it looked like for kids, but it's not. And they will do this kind of... I think that's why, as a kid, I loved it so much. I liked it as a kid, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, just, I haven't played it since I was a kid until tonight. And it does, it's not good. But nowadays, like, it's, it's a, such a commonplace thing that I don't think... It, 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 you're right. it doesn't have that the games, edge factor that it yeah. used to. Uh, and I'm saying this because I, I don't think those were particularly good games. They were just like the theme was like uh, attractive. I think for those times, edge has become less important, and the cool factor is more desired now. Like what's really cool, what's what's exciting, not so much edgy. At least as an adult, that's how it feels for me. Like yeah, and especially now because, like you said, like it kind of edgy, and games were mostly aimed at kids. Mm-hmm. And now all those kids have grown up and we're playing games, and we yeah. don't care so much about the edgy. We want the more cool. So <laughs> Now games are, like, for cool. everyone, everyone plays. And True. stoic and generic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bland, safe, all kinds of words we can use to describe games. No, it's okay. What have we got, Jeff? Um, so, this is really cool. I've never played this game, but I've seen it around, and I've always wanted to, and I'm totally going to pick it up now. Because what happens is a definitive version of the survival adventure game Don't Starve mm-hmm. is coming to Wii U. It's definitive. Definitive. And it's actually having exclusive features to the Wii U. Wii U is getting a little Ooh, love. Yeah. Very little love, but some. So here's the thing. The gamepad will be used to display the in-game map, which was a much-requested fan feature. Gotta have a map. Gotta have a map. I've never played it. So, so but like, it's a survival adventure game, okay. and you don't have access to a map. That seems kind of shitty. I think I have it on P- on Steam. Yeah. Amongst that, my pile of games. Yeah, I've seen it on Steam and I've been meaning to get to it. But I'm going to wait for the Wii U version. So you haven't played it? No, not yet. And you haven't played it? No, or have I've you seen played it? it? I'm curious. I don't know anything about it. Do you, have you seen the... You're like a generic little kid. Yeah, have you seen the art though? Yeah, yeah I've yeah, seen yeah, the yeah, screens. Yeah. Of it looks the one that is like Tim, Tim Burton-y? It looks very Tim Burton-y, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't like Tim Burton though. I'm not a huge fan either. Um, Nightmare for Christmas is great. But um, uh, <laughs> it looks it looks like a really, really fun game. Um, it's co-op. Which okay. is, to Hope me, is good. to me is always something I'm after because yeah. I always play games with my girlfriend. Playing games, girlfriend. I know, right? So lame. Um, but <laughs> so so excited for this. It's definitely a game I'm going to pick up. Um, I, one thing I want to know is if it's going to be a download only game or if it's actually going to have a physical copy. Well, 
I imagine download only. Yeah, that, that, indie games. Tend that's to that's, that's what I'm expecting. I'd like so it though. I'd, I'd buy it. I, if would, it I know. Be. I know. It's so much more enticing if they make physical copies. True. All so right. something to look forward to. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So I think I have I have two interesting ones. I kind of want to save until we're done. I want to save the best for last, in my opinion. But the best for last. Yeah. Well, yeah I have one that is non. This one. Yeah. That's not the best for that's last. That's definitely the best. Fine. Oh. Let's do it now. Okay. Well. Um. All right. I'll, I'll give you the least interesting first. Um. Jetpack. Well, it's not Lisa. It's still awesome. No, they're all. Have awesome. you guys seen the, the trailer for Jetpack Squad? Nope. No. Pause it up, and we're gonna watch it, and then we'll talk about it. Jetpack Squad. So we just watched uh, some of the gameplay for Jetpack Squad, and man, that game looks fucking nice. It looks. It looks pretty crazy. It looks really chaotic. Like there's so much on the screen. Bullet hell kind of game. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I like those though. They're difficult, but I, I love games like Ikaruga and. Uh, R-Type and great. I'm not great at them, but I do like them they're, a lot. They're hard games to master, especially. Yeah. What about you, Sage? What did you think, man? You reminded me of Metal Slug a little bit. Oh. Uh, like, mashed with, um, with a Japanese shooter. You know? Yeah. yeah. So you shoot them up. Yeah. So what we observe from some of the footage is, like, so your character can move around the screen. It looks pretty much freely, can move around. And I'm assuming that you control them just with your mouse. It's for PC release or, or for computer mm, release. That makes sense. So it looks like you can zoom around and he can see a beam sword that you can use to slash or bounce back projectiles. Yeah. Looks like he can grab enemies and use their projectiles. Also looks like he has like a horizontal double uh, beam shooter. And he can shoot in any direction. Yeah, and he can grab uh, enemies and throw them. So it looked just amazing. It, it, looked, it looked very dynamic because like when you see those kind of shoot... So, you know, side scrolling shooters is all you're doing, expecting to kind of move and shoot. That's all yeah. you can do. Up so, and down and left yeah. and right and just so shoot. So it gave you a lot more to do because one of the biggest things I saw him do that I thought was cool was grab things and throw them. Yeah, or grab cool. an enemy and the enemy was a sh- kind of human shield and sh- he was shooting from it. Yeah. So it gives you more dynamic than just shooting straight the whole time. Did you also notice that this is a, just for game design thing? All the enemy attacks seem to have orange, and all of his attacks are blue. Even including when he grabbed the enemy and was using their projectiles, it was blue now. This guy, I like that kind of thing. Yeah, it gets left, you're not quite as confused with yeah. all the craziness going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jackpack Squad, if you guys are interested, check out the trailers or the GDC footage because it looks great. So, <laughs> what is it? Sony announced the, Sony. the, the release window. You're talking about Sony? Yeah. Holy crap. Project Morpheus. That's the 3D uh, Oculus Rift kind of thing? Yeah, the VR yeah. headset, yeah. So, what do you, how do you guys feel about virtual reality so I haven't been giving it much thought but I was actually watching listening to a different podcast not too long ago and it was not a game winning one at all and he was talking about uh, virtual reality and how it blew his mind and how it's like the next step in technology I'm, I might be exaggerating a little bit but it got me thinking a little bit like I, I haven't been thinking about it but it's who wouldn't want a matrix situation I guess in the sense that you can go and see another world almost entirely and experience it and if we're getting one step closer to that well, that's awesome I'm, I'm all for that and I, if it can enhance gameplay, that's great too. Who who doesn't want to feel closer and closer to being in those worlds that we play? Like my dream fantasy, like five years ago, would be like playing World of Warcraft, but I'm actually in the. I feel like I'm in the complete game. Complete immersion. Yeah, complete immersion. So that's what I want to see us get closer to. Mm-hmm. What about you? I don't know how I feel about headsets. It just hmm. isolates you too much. You feel like you're in the future, though. Headset <laughs> <laughs> on. What about what's your opinion on it, Jeff? You know, I'm I'm kind of on on the fence on it. I I think it's really really cool for a survival horror game. Oh, that would be like, cool. That's that, something you want to. That yeah. seems like what it's made for because you're playing a survival horror game to mm-hmm. kind of get freaked out, see some scary stuff, and ha- what's a better way to do it than to have complete blinders, right? And just be able to play it. Frequent guest Marshall. Um, Marshall. Mar- he's a, he's a guest we've had on a couple times. He's he's a, he's a an ongoing regular guest, Marshall. Okay. Uh, he loves survival horrors, and he one of the things he tells me most about it is he wants to be afraid. He he always turns lights off. He puts headphones on and stuff. So just to met like this would be perfect for him. Like he puts the headset on, people are cut out, and he's just in it. And I think that would be yeah for survival horrors that'd be it, awesome. So yeah. I, I think for that genre it works really well. Do you um, want to play Mario? Uh, Side scrolling Mario with the <laughs> headset on? Smash Bros. Oh, I'm so into Smash Bros. Right now. <laughs> yeah, some um, genres are, are it, less it's just exciting. Not gonna, it's just not going to. work. I mean, they, they'd work. You'd just be like watching a TV up close. Exactly. So I don't care. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be different. But so. anything where you're exploring, I think. Okay, I, I had this as a piece of news last episode last week. I didn't bring it up because I thought it was kind of boring. But it's worth just throwing in there right now. They're making, for Oculus Rift, they're making a replica of the Titanic that you can run around in. It's a little, I don't know, I say they, it's some, some developer, I don't, I don't have the notes with me, I, I just remembered it. But you can, like, they're just trying to build a scale Titanic, historically accurate, 
that you could put on the Oculus Rift on and just run around it and explore it. So it's according weird. to Sony, um, this is being released on the first half of next year. No, that's cool. Oh, that's pretty soon. I might, that depending really on the soon. price, I might grab it. If it's like 200 bucks, I'd consider grabbing it. If it, you know, they're games for it. Cause I, I would imagine it's going to be almost like the Kinect for Xbox, where they're going to have games. Not not like the Kinect, right. but um, uh, they'll, they'll cater games to that specifically. Sony had uh, big ambitions for 3D, and that fell flat. So this could be another one of those situations. Yeah. Now, this is the first like VR headset released by a major manufacturer to the mass market, I think. What about the Virtual Boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well... Okay. Let's stop there. <laughs> so this is a little bit of a weird one, okay? I found this on GameSpot the other day. Ubisoft's next game is available by prescription only. Prescription, Thera- not subscription. I'm saying prescription. 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 Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. Okay. I'm just clarifying. Therapeutic video game Dig Rush is designed to treat amblyopia, also known as lazy eye. Dig Rush is the name of the game and has potential to offer long-lasting treatment for that condition. Around 9 million people in the United States are affected by it making it the number one cause for monocular blindness, according to representatives from uh, Amblyotech. And for the past 200 years, one of the leading treatments for children affected with that was to have them wear an eye patch with a strong eye to stimulate better vision in the weaker one. Uh, however, this, this form of patching therapy is not ideal, according to Ubisoft and that company. While current treatment options such as eye patching provide limited relief and have poor patient compliance due to discomfort and social stigmas, uh, this electronic therapy... Uh, has been tested clinically to significantly increase the visual acuity of both children and adults who suffer from this condition without the use of an eye patch. So, to sum it up, they've made this game to help treat a physical condition. Medicinal video games. Medicinal, yeah. That's pretty kind of pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like a positive story. I, can... I feel like we're in the future right now talking about virtual reality, <laughs> yeah. video games curing eye problems. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. And Ubisoft, I guess that's one of the reasons why it's jumped up. Yeah. Ubisoft is a big developer, a AAA publisher, you know, it'd be like if Nintendo, well, I guess I get their quality of life thing that's not clear yet, but they're they're looking to get some help. But this is like they're actively doing something to to treat a condition. And, you know, people, there's a stigma of video games, like we said earlier, they're just toys, or they're not as valuable, value, but here we are. Like, that's that's awesome, right? I, I think it's fantastic. It's it's innovative. It's cool. I kind of want to play it, even though I, don't, I won't be able to get a prescription for it. Yeah, you got to get a prescription it, so. for it, apparently. Well, there we go. So, what do you think of that? Pretty cool? Yes. We're all Pretty positive. Cool. Yeah. We all want people to be better. Yeah, I think in the future, video games will cure cancer. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> Jeff, what's your what's your news? Um, so, here's something that's really exciting. Um, so, what, what it looks like right now is this game called Shovel Knight. It's like a 2D side-scroller, and you're a knight, and you seem to wield the shovel the whole game. Very popular game. Yeah, it, I've never played it. I've seen it, but I've never played it. Have you played it? It's really good. Yeah. I've heard only good things. Oh, good. Glorious right. soundtrack, too. Ooh, that's good to hear. In well, the game of the year. Yeah, Indie Game of the Year. I saw that, too. Um, but the great news is they released a teaser <laughs> that the Battletoads are coming to Shovel Knight. Like, how excited am I right now? How excited on a scale of 1 to 69? I'll probably go with, like, 59. That's not that excited. Well, that's pretty high up on I the guess, scale. Yeah, Percentage-wise, okay. it's higher. Fair enough. Um, so I'm very excited for it. I, I watched Have you guys seen the teaser for it? No, no it, I haven't. It, it, I don't understand if they're going to be playable characters or enemies. I have no idea. That's cool, though. They're making their little... Uh, they're, so, but what's even more exciting... They're paving the way, right? Yeah, they're yeah. paving the way for a new Battletoads game. That's I guess, interesting. Because I think we all know that Rare made Battletoads. Yeah. And Rare is now owned by Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to... Or coming, PC. It, might be PC. It could be PC. Oh, thank God if it comes to PC. There you um, go. But... It's it's might be just Xbox One or Xbone exclusive here, um, but something very exciting is in the works of Battletoads here. So I'm really excited to see something. What's your favorite Battletoads? What's your favorite Battletoad? Oh, was it Pimple Rash and Zits? Zits, yeah. Um, I don't know which one's which anymore. It's been years. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Rash. Rash is my favorite. Which one gets captured? I don't remember. Yeah. It might be Rash actually. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, it's been too long. I'm going to say Pimple, because... Do you hope that they team up the, the, the Double Dragon Kids? Bimmy and Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Bimmy and yeah. Jimmy. Great names. Uh, yeah, Battle... Battle that would be the next game. Battletoads versus Double Dragon. Double Dragon hasn't been seen in ages, right? No. What's, what franchise... Or what company owns them? Konami? Is it Konami? No. I don't no. think so. I don't remember who owns them anymore, no. but I just realized I haven't seen those guys in years. Yeah. Anyways... That'd be cool. So yeah, Battletoads. Look forward to it. Data East or one of those yeah. developers. I don't know. Do you have any other news for non? No. Or not? Okay. Last thing I want to talk about. And this is the weird. This is weird, but leads in something awesome. All right. From Gamespot, Gamestop once again accepting PS2 trade-ins. 
You can bring your PlayStation 2 and get 25 bucks if you have everything with it, or 20 bucks if you don't, for just console. Mm-hmm. I love PlayStation 2, as we revealed in a, in a recent episode, my favorite console of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's also PlayStation 2's 15th anniversary uh, this year. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, PlayStation 2. <laughs> I got that when it came out 15 years ago. I was, was I really 15? Man, that's crazy. Almost 16. That's crazy. I love PlayStation 2. I, I got one when it came out. My brother got one when it came out. Um, enjoyed it quite a bit. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, so anyways, I love PlayStation 2. I just I just found this really cool. Like, modern, they don't sell any of these types of games like that, and they're accepting trade I don't know why they're accepting trade-ins. What are they going to do with it? Tangent. Last year, Future Shop in Canada had this really weird thing where you could bring in any three... Like last gen games, that, yeah. and they'll treat you for anything new. You got like Assassin's Creed, and um, there's two other big ones: Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, Go- uh, Black Ops, or Ghosts, or yeah, maybe it's the same thing. And uh, another popular game at the time, yeah. new games that had just come out. Yeah, I, I was cr- I, I, that was insane. I that went in, insane. I got a game. Me and Megan, I brought Mag, a game you cannot play anymore because the servers are shut down. So it's a PS3 game. I brought a Mag. And I got a copy of of Call of Duty because I was excited. Megan didn't get, uh, I think Far Cry 3 might have been the other one. I don't maybe, remember. Maybe. Megan didn't get Assassin's Creed only because we had the PS4 one coming. But it was just like a weird thing. Like, I, But they're selling used games, so maybe that's why they did it. But I, I, don't, I couldn't understand why it was like such a bad deal. Like, you just bring your crap in from that, that gen. And, Who like, said it was a bad deal? Bad, no, great deal for us. Bad yeah. deal for well, them. Oh, bad deal for them. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But that, that's, let's, we'll end the news on, on that note, this weird note. You'll notice if you'd listened intently to the last, our whole news segment, there was not one mention of Amiibos. Not a single one. Now, starring Seiji, the Ami News, where we talk about news for Amiibos, or pickups, or whatever. It's Amiibo-centric, so if you don't like Amiibos, just skip ahead 5-10 minutes and you'll you'll be good, right? 5 or 10 minutes? Uh, probably. Okay. We'll, we'll see how fast we go. Okay. <laughs> or how slow we go. It's a surprise. Anyway, just skip ahead a little bit if you don't like Amiibos. Actually, no, just listen. It's you cool. Should you should like Amiibos. I'm not huge into Amiibos, but I you like... Maybe you will be. I, I like hearing about them. I think they're fun. I think they're a great peripheral for for the Wii U, and I'm excited to get more. How do you feel about Amiibos as of lately? I feel like... I still see a lot of news articles and stuff about them, but I haven't yeah, bought one in a little while. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's starting to feel like, like a little bit old. <laughs> You're done with Amiibos? You think they're getting stale already? If you go out and look at all of my Amiibos on the wall, I feel like you'll feel the rush of Amiibos again, because they're Maybe. so fun to look at. Yeah, that's, yeah that, that is true. It's just that, okay, you know what the problem is? They haven't released the pre-orders for Wave 4 yet. That is true. Once that happens, we're all going to be all over that. Yeah. Because there's no new, nothing exciting right now for you to, to also, be obsessed I, about. I, I miss too many. Have and I, today I got my pre-order for Little Mac and Pit from Entertainment Earth cancelled. Oh. oh, but there aren't there. Well, you have news regarding some of that, don't you? Some of oh, the yeah. specifically those yeah, characters. Let, let, let's start. So start with that first. One. Uh, I think this this is going to be our third regular episode that we talk about the Gold Mario. <laughs> it's the Gold Mario trilogy. Yeah, so <laughs> people are crazy about it, right? Are they crazy about it? Yeah, I'm, he's kind of bland. I'll get one. I want one, and I'll be upset if oh, I'm upset, but I will be unhappy if I don't get one. Well, the, the pre-orders got like sold out. Or whatever that means. Whatever that means. What does it mean? What do you have for that? Well, the, the pre-orders got, got, yeah. got sold out in minutes, right? So Walmart this week came out and said that the pre-orders were only a small fraction of the total amount of gold Marios that are going to be, mm-hmm. right? So that's good, I think, because we were planning to go to Walmart on the 20th, right? Yeah, and get it. And get, we get still it. are. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to. So... But remember that, that other day that we, we went to Walmart in the morning? There was nothing. Yeah, there was nothing. Yeah, was so apparently day. there is going to be enough, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be enough. We're, we're going to go out and we're going to have like six of them. It'll be a no big deal. Yeah. but it, it, <sighs> where's the, No, the real question is, where the hell is the silver one? Club Nintendo. It's got to be, right? It's got to be. Now, this gold Mario Amiibo, I, I agree. That is kind of... Eh, it's not bland. very special. It's just that it's special. It's not but special, it's not, but, but it is really, special. But isn't it, it's not really special. Why can't they give him a new it's pose just, or something? Yeah, it, well, like, is it, this is it, isn't it? Like, is that the one? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And and that's that, the same as regular, like the Mario Amiibo for Mario Party is that, is that without the color. The, the Smash Bros. one looks way well, Smash cooler. Smash Bros. cool. He's got the fireball. He looks intimidating. Hey, he looks cool. For Golden Mario, why didn't they use like him with a bunch of coins, like from Mario New Super Mario Bros. That 2? Was that what it's called? The gold, New Super Mario Bros. 2, 
for the 3DS. It's the coin-based oh. one. The weakest Mario entry in ages, actually. Yeah. But anyway, we won't get onto that. But so yeah, the, the same day, uh, March twentieth, is they they released Mario Party Ten, which I'm looking for. I mean, too, we had to play that and, and talk about it. Now, this week, Nintendo released a bunch of commercials for Mario Party Ten, and that, uh, and it's showcasing the new Super Mario series Amiibos. I right. think this is the first time that they show them like actually, like people using them. And I've heard that the people from that has reviewed the game or previews of the game or whatever. That the amiibo mode, it's it's very good. Is it? Yeah, that's good. Very good. And it's very good. That is different from the normal play, and uh, it's very. So weird. when very we good. go to get our golden Mario amiibo, I might have to pick up a couple extra amiibos. So I already opened them. Yeah, yeah, because I already pre-ordered a bunch. Of, I pre-ordered all the amiibos for the next Mario set mm-hmm. on Amazon. Yeah, and in Mario Party Ten for that matter. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll pick up uh, I don't know Luigi or Princess Peach or something like that to open up so I can play on Mario Party Ten when, when we play together. Yeah, that'd be right. good. Now, which of you have a Marth? <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. a Japanese one, yeah. Yeah. So Nintendo has uh, released a statement. It says that there's gonna be there's gonna be a restock in late April. Yes. For Marth, I want him. I need him. So, I don't have him. That's good. That is. But good. I wonder if if it's gonna be enough. Oh, probably not. Yeah. I'm sure I'll still be sad. I'm, sh- I'm. I'm. We're gonna have that second wave of Shulk too, and I bet you where we live, we'll get like two, mm-hmm. and none of us will have it, and then I'll cry a little bit. More news. Okay. Um, certain Best Buy stores yep. are restocking this week Little Mac and Captain Falcon. I have them, so I'm not as excited, but you're you missing... Both Little Mac and Little Captain Mac. Falcon? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> all right. I like to get Little Mac. I, don't I have, have all Mac's of Wave 2. I don't have Little Mac. I'm missing chunks of Wave 1 and 3, though. So. I went on a Saturday morning to wow. pick up a, a Little Mac. Sold out. Man. Got sold out. He's cool. It's a cool figure. On Friday. So you... Did you pre-order? Yeah, on oh, Amazon. Okay. I, I was lucky. Okay. I have some Amiibo news, too. Do you, you have more? Just one more. I'll save you. For, you you got to right. end the Amiibo segment as well. All right. Hopefully, I don't steal your news. Skylanders and Disney Infinity help make Amiibo successful in the West, says Nintendo. It's a little article I saw from GameSpot. Just Nintendo is attributed... It's just stuff we are. It's pretty obvious, but... Nintendo is attributed to the success of its Amiibo figures in the West, partly to Activision Skylanders and Disney's Disney Infinity Toys to Life franchises. I just like the fact that they're acknowledging it. I mean, there's more in the article, but I'm not going to read all of it. But, but they, you know, it's it's true. I don't necessarily think they copied them, but I think that it's cool to them to give kudos yeah. to them. You know, like thanks for paving the way. You know, we'll take it from here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious to what. How, okay, so they've been out longer, so they probably have more sales. But I wonder, like the last X months, I wonder. I bet you Amiibos are probably out selling your. Well, the, the thing that I'm kind of curious of, you know, with Amiibos, the rarity is a big thing. There's a lot yeah. of rare ones. Do, are there rare Skylanders and are there rare Disney and Infinity? I don't know. That, and and that's kind of it. Like I think there's so much like hype over Amiibos because they're so rare. That's definitely a part of and, it. And and with you know those series, I've never played them, so I really can't comment. But Here's, I'm I don't think that they're as rare. So the other thing is Disney Infinity is Disney characters, which is a different market necessarily than, than gamers, and Skylanders is gamer because it came from a game but it's mostly for kids whereas now we have a series that's similar to those two but it's from a very established historical franchise Nintendo so I think you're getting the vocal gamers out collecting these that would have overlooked the kitty Skylanders or Disney because they don't care about Disney either so you know you have people like us who are like I love Nintendo I love video games I want all these amiibos and now gamers being the, the lot that we are are very vocal about are things that we don't get and, and so forth. So. I read a report from Christmas sales about uh, comparing Amiibos, Infin- Disney Infinity, and mm-hmm. Skylanders. And I think it came in that order. Disney Infinity was the one really? that sold the most. They are nice-looking figures, I got to say. Skylanders. I think the Disney Infinity figures might actually be look better than the, the Nintendo one. Amiibos. But you also have to consider their cross-platform. Right? Yeah. Yes. And the thing with Disney is oh, that's true. Disney owns... Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. So, you know, I don't know a whole lot about it, but, like, I'm assuming they have probably have, like, Marvel. They do. Yeah. yeah I, have, I so, have a couple. So that would appeal to... Especially the Avengers and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. right? So, you know, they, they kind of have that market unlocked. They probably are, good. they probably are, like, selling heaps and mm-hmm. above Amiibo, but no one's really talking about them, probably because they're well-stocked and whatnot. Yeah. Maybe we'll have Star Wars. Infinity probably will. Yeah. So. Amiibo, uh, Nintendo explains why re-releasing Amiibos is hard. Uh, Nintendo Japan has announced it's working on re-releasing three Amiibos soon, explaining why resupplying retailers take so long. A note of the company's website explains new shipments of Villager, Little Mac, 
villager. I didn't know that. And Captain Falcon yeah. will come to Japan in mid-May. That's new to me. No words whether other regions will get similar treatment. As for why the company has struggled to keep up with demand, the Post explains it takes several months for Amiibo to reach stores once production has begun, as it's a rather complex process, with several of the models being done by hand. Yeah. So can we can we still stop on that? For yeah, a absolutely. Sec? So you guys collect quite a bit of Amiibos. Yes. What ones do you think are done by hand? Because he says several, so mm-hmm. not all of them. So which ones do you think are so good that someone has actually hand-painted? Ironically, I think the ones that are hand-painted are the ones that aren't as good. Oh, really? I think the simple characters read the best, like Kirby and and Villager are some of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And the the ones like Marth and Ike and stuff, although cool, are kind of like weird. And this is also my... Some is... Yeah. These characters are great characters, but they don't look as good as the other ones. But I bet these are the ones that need more detail, so I I am guessing. I don't know if it says here... Which ones? No, it doesn't. I have the same article. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and of course, as we both already know, the, the less popular Amiibo figures likely won't reach return once stores run out of stock. I don't... So that, But here's the, the weird thing. The less popular ones are probably the ones that are common. So what's popular? We Fit Trainer sold maybe sell less than Mario because it's so rare, but it's popular in the sense that we all want it, but be, only because it's rare. So if, if, if We Fit Trainer was common... No one would care no, if we fit no I'd care. still have one, but it would have been like something I got eventually. Yeah, but that's that's my news for Amiibos. Did you have any, Jeff, before? You, that was mine. So. Oh, sorry. I got sorry. nothing. That's I'm okay. Steal from you. That's okay. I'm, I'm, you guys End are... your segment, Seiji. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Great game. Oh, great game. Yeah. So they announced they were going to add uh, Amiibo support for that game. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, no, this was all news. Oh, right? well, still cool. Well, the, the only thing that it does is that you grab the, the new Toad Amiibo mm-hmm. for the Super Mario series. You scan it, and each level will contain a hidden toad that you have to find. Oh, that's so it's kind little, of it's something. Yeah. So that they are kind of with the toad amiibo. Yeah, he's from the Mario from Party Mario series. Party yeah. Things. Now they series. announced, and it was this week. Oh shit! Here we uh, new support for for all amiibos in Captain Toad. Ta-da! Basically, if you scan any other amiibo that is not the toad amiibo, it will give you a one-up mushroom. Ugh, I don't like that. I mean, it's it's cool. It does something, but. I yeah. want character kind of scans or something. But, you know, it at least gives you functionality. It's something. So, you know. It's like you do a bunch of them open. You're like, oh, cool, I'll get a free one up. Yeah, because, you know, I, I like I said earlier, I like to play Hyrule Warriors, and that has amiibo support. The spinner is cool. Well, like, listen, you unlock you, a you, weapon. But you need Link for that. I only have Peach. Why do you have Link? Because I, I don't collect That's the first them. one I bought. Well, He's Link. He, I was going to get him, and then when I showed up at EB, they were all gone. That's surprising. It's pretty common. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't even seen it. It's fine. Oh, I was going to get one. I need another one. Semi-common. Sem- okay, it's so common. But it's, it's still good because like, with, with Hyrule Warriors, I scan Peach and I get items, crafting yeah. materials. That's so cool. It's, it's, it's nothing great, but you know, yeah. at least it has something. That's cool. That's it for Amiibo News. That's it. Up next... Cover analysis, a short segment where we look at a cover of a game that we're not familiar with and see if we can figure it out based on the cover. We don't look at the back of it or anything like that until we've discussed the cover. Today's option for my very large PlayStation 1 pile is Bug Riders, The Race of Kings. <laughs> now, I will, of course, link to this in, in the description. We have what looks like Thor riding a gigantic beetle with wings that's coming out of somewhere... It looks like a regular ground beetle with a different thorax. I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't know. No. Is this a giant beetle? Or, That's the question. Or a tiny thorax? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> That's what we need to figure out. Let's try to analyze this cover to think, are these a gigantic bugs or really tiny people? Now, it definitely looks like Thor. We can all agree that this looks oh, almost definitely. exactly like Marvel Comics well, what's Thor. what's the race of what? Race of kings. The race of kings. Thor is, he's not really a king, though. Well, he's a prince. I mean, Odin's the king. Uh, the, the sky, there's, okay, so one indication that you'd usually get that things are really small is there would be giant blades of grass. That's the go-to thing when you have bugs and characters, they're in the sky. The sky is just a sky. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking that they're regular sized characters. I'm I'm going to say this is a a giant beetle. I think a giant beetle too. Regular people. Yep. It's a shooter. You think it's a shooter? So what, what, what genre do you think it is? Now, it's called the Race of Kings, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a racing No, game. no, like, you know. <laughs> oh, you mean the racing, not <laughs> racing. <laughs> Bug racing. You know, that, that, I don't think that's okay. what it is. No, but, no, but, but go with it. I, 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 would, I would think it's some sort of action adventure game. Now, 
Side scroll. I don't think this is going to be a side scrolling game. Not just because it would be it sounds terrible, but also because back then in the PlayStation era, the beginning of the PlayStation era, everything had to be three D. Well, that's why I think. So it's I kind think of it's going to be the adventure. I want to say it's a racing game, but I actually don't. Okay. Yeah, 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 I'll yeah. go. Okay. Well, so I think racing game is a solid choice. I can totally see you riding on a beetle. So you think it's an action adventure? I think it's action adventure. I'm going to go for racing. Okay. You're, I'm going to go fly around a shitty three D environment. I'm going to go for cute him up. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's look at let's, let's, so that's about all we can get, guess. All right, so in the back of it, <clears throat> Leptis is dying, and the tournament is on. Succeed him as the emperor of Entimion. Enter the high resolution hive of inna- of insane insect racing and fly the unfriendly skies. <laughs> Woo! So so and en- Entimion, which is the name of their it's uh, a racing game, which is which Entimion, which is the name of, of of this world, as of course is a pun of of, of entomology. En- yeah, exactly. Re- re- read the title again. Bug Riders, so, the race of kings. <laughs> the race of kings. I love, I love the society that it's a racing game. I, I, love, I just love the society where it's like, if you win this race, you will rule over yeah, everybody. Very tribal. Control the speed of your steed by cropping and reining. Six otherworldly race tracks. No seams. No fogging. A true three D race to death on eight unique insectoid mounts. Mounts. Seven spectacular weapons for merciless extermination. Two players split screen action for bug to bug barbarism. Gotta love that alliteration. <laughs> like so, look, I was I was in my head when I was describing guessing a racing game. I was going to say rings, like in Superman sixty four. Yeah. What was in that screenshot? Rings. New rings. Well, it's, it's a flying racing game. Yeah, so, so it's like, it's going to be terrible. I'm yeah. done. You're done with you know more guessing of. of... Yeah, I'm going to get a timbit. <laughs> Seiji's given up on bug riders. So you you want you want to take that home with you and try it on your PlayStation two? Yeah, Seiji can play. You can play this, Seiji. Tell, tell you can us play PlayStation games on PS2. Yeah, on the PS2. Is that great? That's how, that's what life is all about. I just love these horrible game apps. Can you play PlayStation 2 games on PS3? Only certain, certain models that games. came out initially. I don't have one, unfortunately. Man. So you got it. You nailed it. I did. I, I won. Oh, okay. So a little fault. So a little fault on last week's episode. As far as I know, so we don't have a huge vocal Twitter fan base, unfortunately. And so I don't know if anybody wound up picking up and playing any of the games we suggested. Monster Hunter 4, though, I'm, I'm very close to getting it, but it hasn't been within the week, so okay. I'll count it if I get it. That's cool. You guys haven't played any of the ones I suggested? Drill Dozer or what was Marshall? Well, none of us played it's that one. It's, it's too that's hard. It's not released in North yeah. America. <laughs> and, and some Monster Hunter. And then Captain. Captain. I looked for it, but I couldn't find it on yeah. a translation Simba? for I can't it. So that's my problem. Also, a little follow-up from last week for anyone who listened. We had a little bit of a heated debate. <laughs> six versus seven. Yes. Twitter got two responses. Six for both of them. <gasps> but people I've talked to in person, seven. Well, they don't count because... Oh, they're, they're, they're people. They're, but they're not recorded. So, you know, this is recorded messages. I, so. I didn't won. like I the response say, I, I saw. Uh, that made me sad because seven is better. But, you know, people can be wrong and that's okay. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to hold that against them. So now we're going to read Letters from the Past. This is from Electronic Gaming Monthly from, I believe, I have the date in here, November 1993, Volume 6, Issue 11. So I have a a small pile of old retro gaming mags. I pick them up when I see them. And it's fun to read, randomly read letters from them. So I'm going to read maybe three of them. Uh, Did you pick these out? Nope. Welcome to 3D. I don't know if it's just me or not, but I'm beginning to become bored with video games in general. Come on. We've seen every type of game imaginable. Pause there. This is 1993. What's this guy talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Shooters, action, simulations, puzzle, racing, and role-playing games. We've seen a lot of gimmicks, too, like the Power Glove, the U-Force, and Sega's Master System 3D glasses. None really worked. Either companies need to come up with something original, or there's going to be some gamers like me leaving this hobby. And now the response... Don't pack your bags yet. Game companies are in the same boat as you are. With so many Me Too games out there, no one wins. One answer to the problem is to introduce new technology that adds something to the game. This Christmas, we'll see more peripherals that bring some interactivity to the hobby. For example, Sega is introducing their Activator and Sega VR units to bring the player into the game. Very beloved. I know exactly what those things are. Uh, then there's a 3D Electro Brain is releasing Jim Power, the Lost Dimension in 3D, which uses a pair of polarized glasses to give the game a pseudo 3D perspective. Hopefully these new new devices or innovations will get players like you interested again. So let's talk about that first letter. 3D. They keep is he, okay. So 93. Then like a 96, the Virtual Boy. Then we have let's see. There's a big lull. PlayStation 3 tries to get the the, the 3D thing going again. 3DS. You know, finally pulls it off. 
So no, but still, I mean, this is a time of the 2D games. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious how he was... 93 is the apex of video games, according to this guy. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, once that... That was it for games. Like, this yeah. guy was like... Gaming was just becoming popular at that point. Yeah, and he was yeah. done. He's like, you know what? Fuck games. They're boring. I don't even okay, care anymore. Tell you what. In most of the top X games of all times, like, I, I, I would say that most games in that list are going to be post... 1993. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> that says something, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, here's another letter. <clears throat> oh, no. Here we go again. What is Nintendo trying to pull this time? Nintendo seems to pride themselves on being all smoke and mirrors. How long are we going to wait for this system? Two or three years? And the price point is only going to be about 250 Yeah, right. I'm a proud owner of a Sega CD, and although the flood of games isn't overwhelming, it's still one game system that keeps many players happy with the next level. I really hope Nintendo knows what they're doing. Sega has a growing market with their Sega CD, and all of a sudden, Nintendo decided to announce yet another CD-based system? How many times can the customer get fooled into believing these Nintendo tales? And there's another one, actually. After I heard read about Nintendo joining with Silicon Graphics to produce their new 64-bit CD-ROM machine, I couldn't help but get excited. It's about time Nintendo finally got serious about the CD-ROM technology. While <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo may take time in getting theirs to the market, you know that it will be good. I'll bet Sega is seriously considering the future of their Sega CD after this interesting news. <laughs> It's so fun to read these. <laughs> I and, know, right? And just know how things actually played out. Oh, Sega CD went on to be a big hit. Yeah, huge. Right? All right, so this is from yeah. the editor, I assume. This is the first of probably a whole series of pro and con letters concerning Nintendo's 64-bit CD-ROM system. We agree that the specs behind the system are marvelous, but based on Nintendo's past tr- uh, track record of vaporware, it still seems like Nintendo's playing the old shell game all over again. This guy, he's ripping. He knows what's going on. You know, because Nintendo didn't come up with that. No, and (laughs) let's start saying this: Nintendo skipped the whole CD-ROM thing. It did. It went right to the mini discs. There were mini DVDs. (laughs) Oh man, it's just um, yeah, yeah, that's good for letters. People defending the Sega CD. Wait, no, I think I got some more. Oh, letter of the month. Letter of the month is like this is like the cream of the crop, right? Psycho. Psycho letter of the month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm actually quite intrigued. Oh, this guy's gonna be pissed. If you think you have what it takes to contribute to society, go right to Newsweek. If, however, you have thought or opinion that fellow gamers would particularly find crazy, we'd love to immortalize you with a special edition EGM T-shirt proclaiming your fondness and, and psychosis to video games. We recently read in the Q letter of your August issue that people should avoid spam at absolutely all costs. We, along with many of our friends, enjoy eating the specialty-prepared assorted meat. And here you are criticizing a perfectly wonderful product. Spam has been a regular part of many people's diets since the invention during World War II. Spam can be eaten in so many different ways. It can be eaten straight out of a can, fried and eaten like bacon, or even grilled like a hamburger, thus creating the Spam Burger. You know what? We'll bet you and your associates haven't even tried Spam. Therefore, we've enclosed a free sample of delicious, mouth-watering Spam for all of your staff to enjoy. So what if we bought it last year? Spam keeps quite well. Just don't expose it to air for extended lengths of time. P.S. Always remove the slime layer on top of Spam before consuming. P.P.S. We really hope you actually eat the Spam we are sending you, or at least give it to someone who will eat it. If you throw it away, it'll take years to decompose and cause harmful effects to the home of the ozone layer. <laughs> yeah, and then right after this photo was taken, Cyberboy, a resident junk food junkie, devoured the Spam can and all. Without removing the slime layer, he was last seen on public access television touting Spam as the highest life form. That was the the psycho, psycho letter of the month. That has nothing to do with games, apparently. No, but so someone have, sent have it in. Have you guys ever eaten spam? Yes. Yeah, really? Spam. I never have. Never tried spam. No, no, I had it when I was younger. It was fine. It was it was it was spam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. All right. I think uh, <laughs> letter reading letters from old magazines is fun. We gotta bring that back more often. Game Tally. All right. Game Tally. This is uh, a short segment. This is the games we've beaten since January this year. Uh, who wants to go first? I guess you two will go first. Well, I'll go first because you said it's a short segment, and I'll just show you how short it really is. <laughs> um, so a little disclaimer. For the first two months, I was playing MMOs. Yeah, that's you, yeah. So, so that 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 hindered me actually beating any games. That's fair. Um, but I did manage to beat a few. Okay. Um, number one, I finished Dark Souls. Nice. So I was really proud first of that. one, right? Yes, the first okay. one. So I'm gonna pick up the second one very soon. Um, I beat Fire Emblem Awakening Woo-hoo! for 3DS, which yeah. 
you lent me basically. Megan lent Megan me. Megan lent Yeah, she loves that game. game. Um, so I beat that and I enjoyed it and I'm actually it's looking great game. forward to the sequel. Me too. It's coming out. Yeah. Um, we beat Dino Wars. We which, don't. Yeah, we, which, well, which just, two of three beat Dino yeah, Wars. Which just aired today. Yeah, so that's it, right. It, you should check out Dino Wars. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's a game. Yeah. And it was, yeah, <laughs> it's a game. And, about once a month, I beat either Mega Man X or Mega Man X2 because I love those two you games. Love them. I, I can beat them in pretty much an hour. So I sometimes can I have your copy? No. Okay. <laughs> I have the collector's edition. Ooh, that's badass. So, yeah. I, I actually do have Mega Man X for PSP. Oh, very nice. Worth. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I only got the four under my belt, but uh, I'm going to hopefully be well prepared for next time. What do you got, Sage? What games have you beat this year so far? Well, as Jeff, I, I try to beat. Well, some of my, some of my favorite games once in a while. Mm-hmm. So I've beaten uh, Cave Story, of course. Right, awesome game. I'm gonna play it soon. Um, Space Harrier. Nice, yeah. For our Space Harrier episode. Yes. Yep. Uh, Bayonetta one. Yeah. For our Bayonetta episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Captain Toad. Nice. Such a pretty game. It is a very pretty game. Charming. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And Zelda TP. Uh, toilet paper? Toilet paper. Zelda Toilet Princess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Working on that game, but I stopped my tally. Mm-hmm. My game tally. Captain Toad as well. Adventure Island for the Game Boy. Persona Q. Took way too long. Silent Hill Shattered Memories <laughs> for the Wii. Sin and Punishment Star Successor for the Wii. A Stall for the Sega Saturn. Life is Strange Episode 1. Hey, you need oh. that too. There you go. Yeah, put it on my list. That's on your list. Final Fantasy Crystal Barrier for the Wii. Dino Wars, the destruction of Spondylus. Space Harrier 3DS, Dragon Ball Advanced Adventure, The Order 1886, and last night, Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Bam. Whoop, whoop! Made, and I didn't know this, I told you last night, but Dragon Ball uh, Advanced Adventure, which you love, made by the same people who made Dragon Ball Xenoverse, which I love. I actually love both of them. They're great. And Very different games. But Dragon Ball Xenoverse is a bla- breath of fresh air for Dragon Ball okay. fans. Okay. Really fun. And yeah, so Do you plan on playing with the other races. If Rob I, never plays a game again, so, so. it's very oh. rare. I'll usually take a few years before I play again, and I don't want to go through the story again because the story is long and very difficult. So I'll wait a while. But if I do go back, I'll probably try Earthling because I want to. I want to make a Ko Ken build. Yours builds in this game. The games are really involved. It, the The multiplayer is pretty fun. I might actually go back and play some more multiplayer games because it's it, it's enjoyable. But I got I got to beat Twilight Princess because we have an episode to record in a couple weeks, and I need to beat that game. So, I just started it oh. way behind. Way behind twice. Well, you know, you got a couple but, weeks, yeah, so. Yeah, you know, let's see what I can do. So, that's it for today's show. Uh, we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah, we It was fun, though. Stuff. I know, I still, so, had, I still so, had a whole segment. We'll save it. Oh, man, that's man, pretty that's timeless. Fine. We that's can talk fine. about it. There's lots of time. Uh, I, I want to thank everyone for listening and, and supporting us because, you know, we appreciate that stuff. It's great. And I want to thank everyone who said Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, I don't like that, but I'm still glad that they, they responded to our tweets. So that's, that's something. You know, you, speaking of that, you should get involved on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash bonus barrel. Twitter.com slash bonus barrel. Uh, we really want to hear back from you. It's great. Uh, we are on iTunes, which people like. We have a new episode every Sunday and Thursday. That's when it comes out. Uh, and you can find us, like I said, on Facebook, Twitter, bonusbarrel.com, and SoundCloud, iTunes, We Be Everywhere, and YouTube in the near future. It's a work in progress. Right. So this is Rob. Thanks for listening. I really don't hate Humble Bundles. <laughs> <laughs> but just please make them less frequent. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you later. Thanks. <laughs>